Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats, Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Good afternoon and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels, live hospitality talk show. Hey, we appreciate you coming in. I don't know if I have it on here, but it's show number 205. And of course, we have a guest today. I've been, you know what? I got a quick story. You know, I've been trying to get this young lady on this show forever, but you let her tell her side of it. I never asked her. Right. But uh, anyway, okay, whatever. But no, we have, uh, <laughs> she's laughing already. We have Miss Veronica Rivera here from uh, San Diego. Visit San Diego or San Diego Tourism uh, Authority. So um, visitors and tourism authority. We'll, we'll get into that name in a minute. But um, first of all, I just want to, before we get into it with her, I just want to thank her for coming on. I know she she hadn't been feeling well, and I and I, and I appreciate her letting me know that. But you know, um, but she she said I'm gonna take one for the team. I'm I'm still gonna do it, and I'm gonna take one for the team. So I do appreciate her coming on, and she's one of these people that I have uh, admired for a minute, and I'm gonna get into why I admire her and. And but she doesn't believe this. And I and I told her something a couple of weeks ago when I happened to run into her and she didn't believe that, you know, I had been talking about her on my show. I mean, I, I said I've been using you as an example of, of you know, for salespeople. Right. But she's like, yeah, right. You know, she didn't believe me. But anyway, but that's OK. But unmute yourself, uh, Veronica, uh, and just, you know, say hey or something. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Russell? Thank you so much for having me today. I'm doing well. Thank you. So I appreciate you finally coming on. Right. So, but yeah, we. <laughs> it's an honor to be here. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I appreciate you coming on. And, and for people that are joining in, please feel free to make comments. This is live on LinkedIn, live on YouTube. Uh, you can make comments. I can see who those comments are coming from. In fact, yeah, I have that set up already. So, um, and if you, like you say, you have questions, I mean, please, please feel free to ask those questions, to make comments, things like that, because I try to make this as interactive as possible. And it's a conversation. It's not about an interview and this and that, you know, she's not trying to get a job. I ain't trying to get a job. No, this is a conversation. Okay. It's a conversation about, um, tourism and San Diego, which is by far probably my favorite place to go. Okay. When it comes to destination, San Diego is probably, and I'm not just blowing smoke either. I'm being truthful and honest <laughs> uh, because I had family that used to live in San Diego. I, growing up, uh, we spent our summers, my brother and I would spend my, our summers in San Diego. 
And um, and my family lived there for years. They don't live there now. They moved to Arizona. But anyway, that's okay. But um, but yeah, you know, we spent a lot of our summers here, so we have fond memories of San Diego. And then, um, you know, fast forward to when you get older, of course, that's always our choice of you know to go to the zoo or go to SeaWorld or or whatever. So. It's all about the destination. So, but no, I appreciate it. But before we get into it with Veronica, I want to read her bio, which is rather lengthy. So hopefully it doesn't take the entire show, but um, I'm going to go ahead and read it. And then we're going to get into it with her. No, I'm just joking. It's not that long, but I don't like to read it just in case you guys didn't know. Veronica Rivera, National Sales Director at the San Diego Tourism Authority, has forged her 13-year career in the hospitality and tourism industry in San Diego. Her path to joining the team at the SDTA began at the San Diego State L. Robert Payne School of Hospitality and Tourism Management. There she earned a Bachelor of Science with an emphasis in meeting and event operations management. Veronica has grown her career from operations into sales where she has worked at select service properties to resort and convention hotels spanning from Del Mar to downtown. As National Sales Director, Veronica primarily, uh, I'm sorry, Veronica's primary goal is to offer complimentary, unbiased, expert destination information to customers while being their liaison to over 130, 130 plus San Diego hotels, venues, and attractions. Veronica is eager to share her passion for America's finest city, whether assisting with sourcing target sourcing targeted hotels, or helping to arrange thoughtful site experiences of San Diego. Veronica's love for the industry sparked an organic opportunity during COVID to lead and become the co-founder of the West Coast DMO Alliance. I didn't know that. DMO stands for Destination Marketing Organization. Uh, After two years in operation, the group has now 45 members representing approximately 35 California destinations. With all that, we welcome Miss Veronica Rivera to the stage. <laughs> Thank you again for having me. I uh, appreciate the time on your podcast, and it's always great to reconnect with you. Thank you so much. Uh, I saw Veronica a couple of, probably about a month ago now, I guess, here in, in, in Los Angeles. Uh, uh, her her bureau her bureau San Diego Tourism Authority had a uh, what would you call that what, what would you call it's a networking event but what did, what did you guys call it? Uh, we have a customer roadshow where we bring our a few select hotel partners uh, to various destinations and regions that we represent, um, and then just share what's new and exciting about our destination. And we bring our customers out and. Um, we got to share kind of what's new and what's different in the destination since the last time you heard from us. Yeah, it, it was great. And then, and, and then one thing, um, when I first saw Veronica, first of all, I'm, I'm always happy to see her, right? No matter where it is, I'm always just happy to see her. And, um, and then we were talking briefly and she goes, he goes, when was the last time I saw you? Wasn't it like, uh, um, IMAX? I said, IMAX was like, Five years ago, I said, no, I said, I saw you in Detroit. <laughs> no, I didn't know you didn't. And she was going back and forth with me. And I said, Veronica, remember? And she goes, 
that's right. You had a booth on the end and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And so she does. She, she did remember, right? She had a lapse, but she did remember. So I appreciate that. See, that's the type of, see, people take that stuff lightly that people remember you at certain events. Okay. You had a little, you know, brain fog, but you did remember. Not only did you remember I was there, you remember where I was sitting on the corner. I had a corner uh, tabletop or whatever. So she remembered that. So, and, and that's, indicative of a great salesperson. Okay. So people don't realize the little, it's the little details that make a big difference uh, when it comes to, you know, doing what she does, which, you know, we're going to get into all that, but like I said, she, she doesn't think that I really um, talk about her a lot and it's it's talk about in a good way, but she's going to, she's going to learn by the end of this show, she's going to learn how, uh, hi, I, 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 I lift her up. I keep her, you know, I, I talk about her all the time. So, so anyway, um, but it, <laughs> as you can tell, I'm nervous, right? I'm like interviewing a celebrity here. So I'm, I'm kind of giddy right now. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm excited to be here. I do this all the time. So this is uh, exciting opportunities for me. Anytime I can share about my destination, you know me. Yes. No, I, I do. I yeah, do. Great. So, okay, so before we get into actually, you know, where you work and all that, I, in your bio, you went to San Diego State and you majored in, you had a bachelor's in, I want to say it was hospitality and tourism management. Okay, what made you go into that? Did you know, did you know that was a major? Did you go to San Diego State like and fell into it? How did you, how did you find out about that? Well, I definitely think like many people in our industry, the hospitality industry for me was an accidental industry. Um, I come from a very small town in Central California and came out, transferred to San Diego to go to San Diego State and was just enrolled in, you know, a, a business major when I got to the university. And I had one class uh, left to take and a um, counselor advised me to take an intro to hospitality class. I'd never heard or knew that you could major in hospitality, like I said, being from a small town in the Central Valley. Uh, so I took the class, and three weeks into the course, I decided to change my major, called my mom, and said, I'm going to go ahead and major in hospitality and tourism management. She said, what is that? You can't actually major in that. Um, and she said, don't do anything until I look into this a little bit further. <laughs> So I, I sat tight, you know, did some research. Um, I will say that she loves the industry that I'm a part of now. You know, anytime they can get upgraded suites or amenities in the room, you know, <laughs> she really does love it. So uh, for me, it was, like I said, it was definitely a very accidental industry. Um, and then the progression into sales that is just truly what I do love now. But that's kind of how I got into the industry. Okay, very good. I, I always wondered that. So I'm like, okay, because everybody has a story. No two people, you know, got in the industry alike. That That is for sure. So um, so that's a quite interesting story. Kind of, well, not similar, but kind of similar to how I guess I kind of fell into it because I was not a, you know, I was not, I didn't even know that was even an option, you know, hotels, restaurant. Ours was called hotel, restaurant, travel management or something like that. And I didn't know there was a, I didn't even know what it meant. You know what I mean? So I came in as a business major, took a couple of classes because I was kind of like, I don't just want to be a business major. There's got to be something else out there. 
And I just took a couple of classes and they became interesting. And I said, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to change the focus and then and go into this 100%. So kind of similar, but definitely I like your story better. Yours was unique. I didn't have to. My mom didn't. They, you know, they were like, you need to just get out. Whatever you need to you need to figure it out and, and make this happen. <laughs> so so I, I'm glad. Well, I will say, I will say, you know, I was in school. I graduated from college 10 years ago. So that was quite some time ago. And uh, now in California alone, there's over uh, 15 colleges that have hospitality programs. Uh, so it's definitely come a long way, I think, since both you and I have been in school, which is really awesome. Uh, is our universities are building that pipeline for the next generation of industry professionals. That's good. Yeah, now, now you're, you're definitely right. You're definitely right. So I'm glad things have definitely changed. And there's a lot more. Like you said, there's, I mean, there's a ton of options now. Before there was like three. Now there's like probably close to 100 options within the, the industry. So I, I love that. Um, I always mention this. Okay, so I always say salespeople should be synonymous with their brand. And what I mean by that is when I see someone and I go to a lot of shows, as you know, you attend a lot of shows and you travel a lot. And the people that stick out to me are the ones that are always at the shows. Every show I go to, they're there. Okay. Every time I go to an event, they're there. You know what I mean? And so it becomes synonymous, meaning when I see like, okay, let me just use this as an example. When I see Veronica, okay, at a show, what do I think of? I think of San Diego when I see her. And then when I think of San Diego, I think of Veronica. Now, I look at you as the face of San Diego Tourism Authority. Okay, that's how I look at you. And I told you that before, right? Now, did you set out to do that? Or is it just kind of through attrition that happened? Well, I think you're, you're going to make me blush, first of all, <laughs> and I appreciate your kind words. Um, you know, I am very fortunate to sell an amazing destination uh, like America's Finest City. And I think just because of the product that I have to sell and the passion that I have of the destination, I think that just kind of radiates through me. Um, and like I said, I'm fortunate. So I started on the hotel side. Um, and then grew into sales and six years ago came over to the DMO side. I didn't have any intent on being on the DMO side, but I partnered with uh, FDTA on my hotel days. And from there, I was able to cultivate that relationship, uh, which then landed me a position here and being able to sell um, America's Brightest City. So was it always the plan? No, I don't think so. Um, I knew what my path was going to be in sales on site at a hotel, and I loved it. Um, and then, you know, now six years uh, in the books here, which is crazy. Um, I can still say that I absolutely love what I do and being able to sell this amazing destination. Love it. Love it. Now, uh, okay, so, <laughs> no, I love it because, like I said, this this had to start somewhere, you know, I mean, it, it didn't just start, you know, um, you know, that the couple of years that I've known you, right, I mean, it started somewhere else. Um, so take me through, like, just a quick progression. So you got out of school and you went through probably several hotels before you got to the, the bureau. And to me, 
Well, well, I'm gonna tell you what I think of the bureau after you finish this. So take me through take me through the progression to where you are today. Definitely. Okay. Um, so yeah, when I graduated school, I had been working with the company that I was with uh, for two years, and I was working at the front desk um, at a small select service property in Mission Valley. Um, and as I approached graduation, I knew I wanted to do something else besides front desk. Uh, so I moved up to the courtyard in Solana Beach, and I became a group sales coordinator. Um, after about six months or so, I realized I was doing a manager's role, and I had now graduated from the hospitality program. Um, and if there was anything that I learned from uh, the HGM program, it was that you have to advocate for yourself. And so I asked if I could now have a manager's role, and I became a group sales manager. Um, from there, I was able to leverage the partnerships that I had just in the Del Mar area, obviously the courtyard in Solana Beach is a smaller property, um, but the Del Mar Fairgrounds is right there. So I was trying to pull as much business as I possibly could from the fairgrounds. Um, and then as well as starting to partner with the Hilton Del Mar, which is directly across the street from the fairgrounds. Um, and I became one of their overflow properties. So any large group that they had, I was like, hey, feed me over your overflow blocks. Um, and that actually, that partnership landed my next opportunity because I moved over to my first full service property, which was the Hilton Del Mar. Um, and I was there for about three years um, at that hotel as a group salesperson working from the smart market, you know, more social uh, sports, uh, fraternal group over into the corporate side. Um, when I left there, I was a corporate group sales manager. Um, and then bit after that, I decided to come downtown a little further, kind of get into more of the action. And I had the pleasure of selling the Sheraton Marina for two and a half years. And I think at that hotel is where I really got to uh, begin and further leverage my partnership with the San Diego Tourism Authority. Um, and two years into that role, uh, a Southern California sales, national sales director position opened up here and just kind of started the conversation uh, with the organization. And, and now I'm here six years later. Wow. <laughs> That's wow. in short, I guess. <laughs> they definitely started from front desk, kind of moved my way up and I'll never forget the days at the courtyard, you know, uh, rolling tables and setting up tables and <laughs> linens and doing all that. I definitely think that built the foundation uh, for where I am today. <laughs> you probably knew you don't want to keep doing this forever, right? <laughs> There's got to be no, something bigger than this. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That's funny. You start with courtyard. I started with courtyard too, a hundred years ago, but um, I think. <laughs> I always think, okay, for hotel people, the Holy Grail is making it to a, a, a tourism board, a tourism bureau, or a DMO, a CVB. Uh, that was to me. That was like the Holy Grail. If you got to that, like, ah, you know, that's the that's where you wanted to be. Is is that where you is, is? Did you have that same? Did you know what it was before? Let me just let me just ask that. Did you know when you were working? Uh, at you know on the hotel level did you know that would be the next step for you or there was there was a possibility for for you to, to to be there one day you know i don't think 
I ever planned to be on the DMO side because I truly did love uh, on-property sales and being on-site at a hotel and being able to connect with the staff on-site, and I love being able to sell one property. Um, but San Diego has a great community aspect here, and so we have a really close partnership with our hospitality industry. Um, so I definitely knew who the tourism authority was, and then I was prepped at San Diego State in the HTM program, so they really have a close connection uh, with the industry. So I was always aware of who SDTA was, um, but like I said, I really saw my, my path on the hotel side. And I think something that I love about our industry is you can go like this, right? If your path doesn't have to be linear in one respect of our industry, uh, you can go from food and beverage to events to revenue to you know, sales, whatever it is. And I think that all just helps build the foundation. So I was lucky enough um, that at a very young age in my career that I was able to move over to the DMO space. Um, and I have been able to uh, kind of build on my sales career here in this side. Love it. Love it. Okay. <laughs> Love it. So, okay. Okay. So now you're like, I'll I go back to what I was saying a little while ago. And I'm, I'm just going to ask you this one question about, like I said, to me, I never made it to the DMO world. Okay. I never made it. Uh, of course, you know, um, we partner on a lot of different things. Back when I was on property, uh, I had a contact with, you know, our local DMO who is LA tourism. And, um, but like I said, that was the, for me, that was the ultimate goal. Like if, if I didn't make it there, you know, I mean, either there was an opportunity or I didn't, I didn't position myself to, to, to get there. Right. So, but do you look at it as, as that, do you look at, did you look at it as this is, I've made it, this, this is it. This is the pinnacle of hospitality sales at its finest. That's just how I look at it. Am I, am I wrong to, to look at it like that? Because that's where I am. Okay. In my head, that's where I am. <laughs> well, I hope this isn't it because I mean, I love what I do, but I'm only six years in here, so I still have a long way to go in my career. <laughs> and, um, you know, I don't know if this is the top, this is the pinnacle, I'm not really sure, but um, I am definitely very happy uh, with where I am. And um, I can definitely say if anybody has an opportunity to move over to the DMO, it's definitely something different um, in our industry. And uh, for me, it's great because no, every day for me is going to be something different. Um, and selling an entire destination is amazing. I have so many different properties and such an amazing portfolio. So um, is it the pinnacle? I hope not because I'm still pretty young in my career. So <laughs> I think I still have a long ways to go. And uh Okay. I, I, see, I like that answer. See, I, I love that answer. I love that answer. But like I said, to me, in my world, in my head, if I made it to the bureau, it, it you know, that that was it. That 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 was it. I can like, you know, I made it there. I'm there for a couple of years. If I died, and okay, that's fine. Okay, I made it. 
I mean it. That's fine. Okay. So what? Uh, but no, I no. I just I love. I guess I love the the. I guess it comes the responsibility of selling a destination, especially a destination that you, that you believe in. That you you know maybe you've you've kind of grown up there because you went to school there, right? So, um, so that I guess that's how I look at it, right? So if you put in a lot of time in that particular community or whatever, and then you get an opportunity to sell it, you know, I just think that's, like I said, I think that's the ultimate thing to sell to a large body of people that want to come to that destination or your job is to, I guess, persuade them to come. If you could um, yeah, kind of elaborate a little bit on that. Like what are your, your duties as uh, a national sales, a national account manager, correct? National sales director. Yeah. Sales director. So, um, you know, I don't. I think what a lot of people don't understand about destination marketing organizations is that we truly do have uh, the an economic impact on the destination, right? So, I may not be saving the world. However, the meetings and events and the corporations and the associations that I am working with to bring to my destination are changing the world within their own respective meetings and events. Um, and when they come to my destination, I may not have a direct impact on that valet driver or that valet um, worker because I'm not directly tipping him for that customer that's coming into the destination. But the work that I do and the amazing team that we have here at the Tourism Destination does is we're stimulating the economy locally. And that's all the way from our hotels to our housekeeping to our banquet and events to our valet. Um, and so we, so I, it, we take a lot of pride in the work that we do um, because it has a trickle down effect. And I know for every group that I bring in, then that's going to be, you know, for my banquet teams, um, my banquet staff, uh, more hours that they get to work. And so it truly is um, an economic impact for the entire destination. And, and it's really awesome to have that effect on the destination that you live in. I, I like that. I like that. And, and I think you, you, you're, you're not, um, let's see, what am I trying to say? I, I mean, I love the way you answered it, but I think I would have been a little bit more. Yeah. I, you know, I can affect, you know, because that does affect change though. Right. I mean, bringing business in from the outside. I mean, I look at it because I use, okay. I use, um, DMOs, okay, and you know for a fact because I send you a couple of things not too long ago. So, um, so what I do is, you know, for people that are watching this for the first time and don't know who the heck I am or what I do or whatever, one of the things I do is a hotel site selection. So when I have a company or group or organization or whatever that's interested in the destination, my job is to compile an RFP and send it to. Uh, someone like Veronica who disseminates it to her hotel partners and they bid on it and then they send it back, you know, directly to me. So, um, so, and that, and in, in, in a lot of respects th that this is my first communication with that destination and the information they're able to give me is information that I could not get on my own unless I happen to work for that bureau or that destination. And I don't, so I'm, I'm relying on them to give me a lot, a lot of information about that particular um, destination, the hotel partners and all these things that, like I said, I didn't know anything about. So 
they are giving information. Now, I don't control what my clients do or what they have going on. My job is just to, you know, get the information is the best way I can. And where I start is with someone like a Veronica at a, you know, a San Diego tour, tourism authority. And she makes things easy for me. So that's how I that's how I look at it. And it is a huge it does affect the economy in that basically in that particular destination because it's, it's providing room nights, which provides, you know, hours for, for people. And, and I don't take that lightly because I used to be a director of sales and and marketing, right. For several hotels in LA. And when we didn't get a piece of business, it affected me because at the end of the day, it affected them. It affected our staff from maybe they didn't get the hours that they wanted or, and things like that. So, I think it's bigger than it's 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 bigger than we all think as far as you know the economic impact that groups have on cities and destinations. So uh yeah, we're not curing cancer. I always say that we ain't curing cancer, we just selling rooms. We're trying to get butts in beds, but it, we still need to do it, right? We 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 still have to do it and it's all about the economic impact of a destination. So thank you so much. I see um, a couple of comments have come in. Um, Miss Myrna Lavert Vasquez, Veronica is amazing. Met her at IMAX last year, a gym in our industry. Okay. A gym in our industry. Hope to see you at GMITE, GMITE, whatever that is. GMITE. I don't even know what that is. GMITE. I don't even know what that is, but you know what that is, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> and then Dylan Beaumont says, does Veronica have the hole in the wall taco hookup in San Diego? Uh, I don't You Do you have a favorite place to eat as far as uh, tacos are concerned? I guess San Diego is big on tacos, I guess. I don't know. This, was, this, is, this is a comment from Dylan. I, I have no idea. Is there, do you have the hookup on any the little hole in the wall taco places? So we definitely have some great Cali Baja cuisine. I would say if you haven't been to Barrio Logan, uh, that is in up and coming neighborhood um, just east of downtown, you have to check out and go to Salute. Or if you want some TJ inspired hot dogs, go to Barrio Dog. Everybody that knows me will know that uh, I am a big referral for Salute and Barrio Dog down in Barrio Logan. Um, some great food down there. So very authentic. And uh, definitely that's going to be the hookup I can share with you today. <laughs> wow. That's see, I didn't even... I- I didn't even know that. See, see, we're talking to the right person, right? She not only sells the destination, she's talking about restaurants and, and all that stuff. So it's, it's, she's a complete destination package. So anything that's going on in San Diego, this is the person you need to talk to. See, that's what I'm talking about. So great questions. Thank you so much, Dylan. Thank you, Myrna. Uh, feel free. Anyone else uh, wants to make comments or just say, Hey, uh, we would appreciate it. Um, let's see. There's how many, you do a lot of traveling. With this role, you do a lot of traveling. Uh, you do a lot of networking. Um, what's it, it? Well, they're both important. But um, how many? How how often would you say you travel over the course of a year? I mean, I'm on the road uh, in other destinations at least twice a month, um, and that's going to be at conferences, events, or you know, I try to stay really involved in my region that I represent is the uh, California region as well as Hawaii. 
Uh, so all of my customers are coming from there to San Diego. So um, I'm pretty involved in MPI with the MPI Northern California chapter, the Southern California chapter, um, and then any type of local you know, industry events like that. So I definitely uh, stay on the road quite a bit. And if you follow me on LinkedIn, which I hope you do, um, you can see that by some of my posts. Everyone says you've been traveling a bunch and uh, I have. So it's, it's fun. Yes, you you do post a lot, and I, I appreciate the postings uh, because that's all about is if you can't see that this is the thing, and I'm glad you just brought this up. Okay, even if you can't be in certain places, you know, because we can't travel twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five. We we can't do that, right? But what you have done, what you take advantage of, and and I and I must just throw this out here: a lot of people don't take advantage of this enough is that you have a presence on social media. You, you're not just present at some of these organizational meetings and things like that, like MPI and site and all these different acronyms that we attend, right? You also have a presence on social media when you're, when you maybe just come from this event, you let people know, maybe you're going to an event, you let people know. And that shows a lot of that you are serious about your craft, right? Because in order for us to, excel in our craft people have to know who we are we have to know, they have to know who we are they have to know uh what you represent or who you represent and basically how you can help them because we're all about salespeople are problem solvers you know, we, a, lot of, a lot of times we don't think about it like that but it's someone has a problem or an issue if, if that's maybe a meeting and they're looking for a destination you're the one that can solve that problem for them, right? So you're the one that can, well, do you, have you thought about San Diego? Well, you know, this is why you should use San Diego. Boom, 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 boom. So that's how it should work. And I just, I wish more people, when I say you're the, the synonymous with your brand, it's not just because the presence that you have at your, um, at the show that you attend, it's the presence that you have through all kind of marketing aspects and marketing your brand. And it's not about just, San Diego, it's about Veronica as the brand. Because who do we buy, people? We buy Veronica before we get to San Diego, right? So that's what it's all about. So, so you know what? You're just you're just falling into these questions, and I and I appreciate that because a lot of people, a lot of people ain't as easy as you. You know what I mean? So some people are difficult when I talk to them. But no, you're. I I love the questions or some of the things that you're saying. So. Uh, what is a typical day like for you? I would say no day. Uh, so, so before we move on, I would definitely say social media. I have not always been great on social media, but it truly is from a salesperson's perspective, um, a free resource that I recommend everybody to use. And wait a minute, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What did you just say? What did you just say? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> say that again. Say that again. No, 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 no. I'm being funny. Uh, social but, media is it's, social media is a free resource. Yes, yes. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Also, like, also like DMOs, right? We are a free resource that if customers or members are not using and working with a DMO, I don't know why you're not taking advantage of the resources that are there. Um, and for me. Uh, like I said, I've not, I've, haven't always been great at social media, but it's great to just be able to share my story or a little piece of my day or what 
I'm doing or share something about a new restaurant, a new venue um, in the destination. And so I do love social media. And like I said, LinkedIn is is my go-to. You might see some pictures like this. It's usually my brand <laughs> picture. Bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyways, that's my social media skill. Um, but to answer your question, uh, it was about what's a normal day in, in my life. Honestly, no day is going to be the same. You know, I am welcoming groups to the destination. I am responding to RFPs, speaking to customers, really trying to find uh, the right hotel for my customers, having that conversation to understand what is the purpose of a group's meeting. I represent 137 hotels, right? So I don't source every single hotel for every RFP. I don't have time for that. My hotels don't have time to respond to that if it doesn't make sense for their particular hotel. And then the customer doesn't have time to receive all of those proposals, right? So um, it, it really depends on, you know, the day if I'm out with customers in the destination um, or if I'm working in the office or working remotely and being able to chat with my customers on the phone or on something like this, you know, uh, and podcasts or any kind of live conversations. Um, so I think that's what I love about the DMO space is I sell an entire destination. So if you need a five-star hotel or if you need a balloon contact, I have members and partners for everything uh, and, and everything that is in between that uh, in the hospitality industry. And so it's one of the great uh, joys of what I do is that every day is always different. Wow. Okay. I like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. And it, and it's funny how a lot of people don't realize that DMOs even exist. I, because I have this client just, I was just having a conversation yesterday with a client and I had said, or I couldn't make, um, I couldn't go on this trip uh, today with, uh, to show hotels today. So uh, she went on her own. So what I did was rel- I'm relying on, my contact with another DMO to show her around. Right. And she goes, they do that. What what do you mean? What is a DMO or what is a CVB? She didn't realize that what I rely on them. I mean, she's asking me questions that if I can't answer the questions about a destination, guess who I'm calling? I'm calling the expert at that DMO. Right. So I'm calling them and say, Hey, I have Miss So and So coming to your hotel. I mean, to your uh, destination. She's interested in A, B, and C hotels. Is it possible for this particular group? And I'm, you know, I laid out the program and all that stuff. And is it possible that you can show her around? And they're like, of course. I mean, that's what we do. We have someone designated for that. And so I hooked her up with with this person. And tomorrow she's gonna, you know, meet her at one location, and they're gonna go from there. And she's going to, you know, explain everything about the area, you know, things to do for, you know, for their attendees and all that kind of stuff. So and all that comes, like you said a while ago, it comes at free ninety nine. Right. It's not it doesn't cost, you know. So I'm like, why don't we use more, you know, use those resources that we have? I mean, I, I come I came across like I'm the rock star. Right. Because I was able to to set her up with this. But. I'm not the rock star. I just know who to call. 
You know what I mean? I'm not crazy. I'm not, I don't know everything. I don't claim to be the smartest person, but I know if I have a situation and there's a question comes up that I can't answer, then I know I have to rely on someone else to do that. So that's where the DMOs come in. That's when they help me and they help out a lot of people like myself or just individuals as well. Definitely from a third party's perspective, you know, like yourself, you have customers and you can source anywhere in the world. So you have to know a little bit about a lot of destinations. And we, from the DMO perspective, we are destination experts. Um, And so you being able to leverage our partnership, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that your customer knows uh, that you're the one that came to me. And because of our relationship, uh, these are the additional services that they're getting. And so at the end of the day, they're saving on their bottom line or they're getting the newest, the best, uh, the coolest because of the relationship we have. So I definitely, like I said, I don't think enough customers take advantage of that. Um, but you know, I think that's why you're so great at what you do is that you understand the resources that are available and then you're able to pass those along to your customers uh, so they can save and receive the benefits of what DMOs can, can do and make sure that they're having the best and brightest for their meetings. Appreciate that. Thank you. Networking. How important is networking? Oh, my gosh. It's, you can live or die by networking. You're always networking. You never know um, who you're going to meet or who is you can help or who can help you. You know, I am definitely a, a, an open door um, anytime I go to an event. I remember being that awkward kid in the corner, right, when I was at San Diego State and had to go to networking industry events and couldn't really navigate the room as well as I can now or I didn't know anybody. And uh, so really putting yourself out there um, and being able to network and just open to whoever the universe puts in front of you, I feel like it's so important. So definitely live or die by networking. Connect on LinkedIn, connect on social media. Super important. Wow. See, see all this advice and it's just information she's giving. And I cannot believe, I cannot believe this was the shy person in the corner, you know, back in the day. I, I cannot yeah. believe that because <laughs> you go to these events now and you're like seeing a crowd of people, you know, like what is, what's going on there? You look and Veronica's right in the middle of them. You know, they're, they're looking to, to meet her. They're hugging her. They're like, Oh my God, Veronica's here. I'm like, Wow, I was thinking, you know, it's like it's like that rock star status. That's what that's what I'm getting. You know what I mean? That's what I get. So uh when I see her, that it's that rock star status. Everybody wants to be in the same presence with her. Okay, you know what I mean? That's how it is. <laughs> she, I appreciate you. No, I'm being, I am being so honest. I am being so honest. And there's a few in in my I guess and and there's a few people that have that same drive that I've seen because one thing that I do when I go to these shows I mean I um I observe a lot I just I just think in life I observe a lot because I I learn a lot by observing I learn about people by just observing and um because I want to emulate certain things I mean like you said you you know back in school you weren't the you were that person in the in the corner sometimes and 
you didn't have this networking game like you have now. Well, to be honest, I wasn't always, you know, this person either that would be talking on a microphone. I mean, although I did talk a lot, but it was, I wasn't talking to everybody. Right. So now I, I mean, I'm more comfortable of course, but I had to step out of my comfort zone even to do this. Right. So we all start somewhere and, and I guess in this journey of, of networking and meeting people and learning people or whatever, but there's only, there's a few people that I watch you know, work a room, you know, they go, they start you and you see them. They, they start on one side of the room and they kind of work their way around uh, meeting different people, the people they may know, people they may not know, but you know, you know, that term where you say, I've never met a, I never met a stranger kind of thing. You know what I mean? You ever heard that before? Yeah, that's you. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's you. You never met a stranger. You just basically going up with somebody, Hey, I'm wrong. Boom. You say hi. And, and then you move on to the next person. Right. So, and, and that's what it's all about. So I, I do watch you. I watch other people. I don't have to name them because we're not talking about them. They were talking about you. Okay. So, but there's other, there's other people, there's several other people, not many, but there's several people and they all happen to be in California that will work a room like you do. Okay. So like I said, I, I don't need to mention those people, but uh, you know, one day when we meet, I'll tell you who those people are. And I, and I have the utmost respect for the, it's only three of you guys that do it. Okay. Consistently. Okay. You and two other people and they all women and they're all women. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yes, yes, yes. And that's why, and that's exactly, I I learned from all you guys. And I, and I appreciate that. Um, Let's see. Work day. Do you work remote? Do you work from office? Uh, We have a hybrid schedule. So it's awesome. Uh, Mondays and Fridays, we get to work from home. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we are in the office. If we're not on the road traveling. Wow. Okay. Do you travel international as well? Or do you, you handle a certain uh, market segment? Are you guys, I guess you guys are market segment driven or desk or territory driven? We're deployed territory by territory. Um, So if, if, uh, where the end user is or if they're the third party or intermediary involved where that person sits. Um, so like for you, you know, you may have a portfolio of 10 customers that are all across the world, uh, but I want to make sure that you know me and that I'm your direct contact. So for me, my region is all of California with the exclusion of Sacramento um, and then Hawaii as well. So that's why we have the pleasure of working together um, oh. so based on region. Okay. Very good. Now, San Diego, and I, and I mentioned this before, San Diego is probably, is, is my favorite destination, okay, here in the States, okay. So, um, and I know it's awesome, you know, well, it must be awesome selling San Diego. Um, do you ever have any bad days there? I mean, it can't be, San Diego doesn't have bad days, right? Because anytime I go there, there's always, even if the sun is not shining, there's always something good that's happening in San Diego. I don't know why that is, but it must be, it's an easy sell. I guess the question is, is San Diego an easy sell? <laughs> uh, you know, that's, I, get that, I get that comment a lot, which is really funny. And yes, the destination as a whole is phenomenal. I've been here 13 years. There is always something new, different, exciting uh, to kind of keep. Uh, my short attention span entertains. 
Um, <laughs> it's, it's an easy sell because there is so much going on in the destination. Um, but I would also say uh, finding the right hotel and the right fit for certain groups, that's what's challenging uh, because everyone does want to come to San Diego. So it is making sure that we can work with specific groups, work with hotels and fill in gaps and, you know, make sure that we're working with our hotels to find those patterns that work best for the hotels and uh, the leisure and business travelers. Very good. What are the newest venues that people may not know about in San Diego? Definitely. Um, if you have not checked out the Radiant Shelf, um, so this is an absolutely phenomenal venue uh, right on the waterfront. Uh, if you're familiar with the waterfront in San Diego, um, you have the San Diego Convention Center, the Hilton Bayfront, the Marriott Marquis, and the Manchester Grand Hyatt. And directly behind that on uh, Embarcadero North is a brand new concert venue where San Diego Symphony plays. Um, it's amazing for opening receptions, closing receptions, anything like that for big groups. Um, so that's a phenomenal new venue that opened in summer of uh, 2022. So we're really excited about that. And then we also have Snapdragon Stadium, which is um, used to be Qualcomm Stadium, it's been torn down, now owned by SDSU. Uh, we have our San Diego Wave, we have rugby that plays there. Um, San Diego State football is going to be playing there. And this is another venue uh, that can be used for groups, um, sporting events, and honestly, a night out in either one of those is I'm really looking forward to summer because summer nights um, at the Rady Shell or at Snapdragon are going to be absolutely amazing. Very good. Yeah, I didn't know. I knew about Snap <laughs> Snapdragon Stadium because Cheryl Rogers, you know, you know Cheryl, right? And um, she had, I guess, the grand opening of that. She was there, and I was I was making fun of the name. I was trying to be funny, okay, as as you know, only I can be, and I was calling it Snap Snap Crackle and Pop Stadium. That's what I was. Calling. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, oh, it's not Snap Crackle and Pop, it's Snap Dragon Stadium. Okay. I'm like, okay, sure. I'm just I'm just joking. I'm just trying to make, you know, make light of it. Okay. But yeah, so she she told us about it. She's been there. She showed video about it. It's, yeah, it, it looks it looks awesome. It definitely looks awesome. I didn't realize that they had torn down the stadium and rebuilt another stadium. I didn't know that. I thought they maybe tore down a section and kind of built that one up, but they completely tore it down and, and put another stadium up. Yep, completely tore it down. Um, it's state-of-the-art stadium. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, like I said, you can. there's going to be concerts there, um, all types of sporting events there. Um, we have, you know, uh, football coming in, or excuse me, international football, so soccer. Manchester United is coming in later this year to play a game here. Um, so it's really an absolutely amazing Cool. Stadium directly on the trolley line, right in Mission Valley. Wow, very good. Now, okay, you 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 just mentioned something. Now, you um your your um, DMO handles all of San Diego, right? All counties of San Diego, or or does it have you know boundaries? 
Yeah, so we represent the city of San Diego in the city limits. So we represent all the way up to my furthest property north that I support is the Fairmont Grand Del Mar. And then kind of going south uh, is Lowe's Coronado. Uh, but we do have members throughout all of San Diego County. So we're really just trying to bring uh, travelers and um, attendees to the county of San Diego, but our hotel demographic is going to be in the city limits of San Diego. Okay. Very good. Very good. All right. I have one more question for you. We're running, we're running uh, short on time, but not really short, but I just have one more question to ask. And I ask everyone this question and I never tell anybody what this question is going to be. So, um, <laughs> what advice would you give someone coming in, coming into new into the industry, just hospitality industry? What, what advice would you give a new person coming into the industry? I would say have an open mind and don't limit yourself to one aspect of the hospitality industry uh, because our industry is so vast. Um, there are so many different avenues that you can take. And I would just say continue to leverage the partnerships that you have and uh, make sure that you're nurturing those partnerships because I have been very fortunate uh, that every position that I have had in my career has been based on relationships and partnerships. Um, and like I said, I didn't have just a linear uh, career in the industry. Um, and so I would just say be open. Um, our industry is absolutely amazing, and you never know which way you're going to go in the industry. So have an open mind and an open heart, and you know your career path will take you where it will. Wow. That's, you know, that's one of those drop the mic kind of comments. Like after that, there's nothing else, there's nothing else to say. I mean, no, that, that, that makes sense. I, I, I love, I love that. I love your answer to that. And, and, and you mentioned, um, a, a couple times leveraging your relationships. And I think that is so that, that, that's so profound because we tend to forget that, right? We tend to forget this this is all relationship building, you know, you're in sales, uh, but it's relationship building for anyone in, within the industry. I mean, I guess in life it's about leveraging your, your relationships. Right. Um, I think that's the difference. I, I, I heard a billionaire talking one day and he, and someone asked him a question. This was, I mean, I wasn't around the billionaire. It was, uh, it was, it was on a, a podcast or something. I wasn't around the, the, the billionaire. It was a podcast. And a question was, what's the difference between being a millionaire and a billionaire? And he said, um, leveraging my contacts or my, uh, the people that I know or my networking. He said his network was the difference between being a billionaire versus a millionaire. It was basically the people that he knew that could help him get to another level, right? Whatever that level was for him, it was being a billionaire, but for us, maybe it'd be that next position or we know there's a position at the the DMO that's looking for somebody or that hotel or, or whatever it is. So yeah, we need to leverage those relationships. First of all, we need to have the relationships and the more we get out, the more we meet people, right? Sitting in the corner is not going to build relationships with anybody other than that corner. Okay. So whatever's going on over there, that's something else. Okay. So, but we need to make sure that 
we're out there, especially if you're salespeople. And and I have to, and I have to say this, right? I have to say this. I talk to many salespeople to come on this show, right? Do you know how many answers I you, do you know the common answer that I get? I don't. No. <laughs> That's the answers that I get. No. Why? Because people are afraid because they're uncomfortable. They think I'm going to ask some outrageous questions and they're, you know, it's, it's out of the comfort zone. I mean, I mean, we, you both said earlier, they said you were kind of nervous and I was nervous to interview you, right. Or have a conversation with you. Um, because I hold you, like I said, I know I've seen you at these events. Right. And, and I said, I got to have her on this show one day. So you were on my like a bucket list. You know, everybody has a bucket list of people that you want on the show. So you were you were one of the people. I talk about you all the oh time. You were one of the people that I won on the show just because I see, like I said, I see your body of work. I see what you've done. I've seen um I didn't see you at the the you know when you're on property, but I've seen you at the D the DMO level. You know what I mean? From when you first started. Uh, to where you are today and just the, the progression that you've gone through. And, and this has nothing to do with, you know, maybe you start out with one title. Now you have another title. I'm going off of, you know, what I've seen, like from, you know, maybe not network networking as much, but to now, like, you know, you can teach classes on networking and what you should do, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. So, because I watch people, one thing that I do is I, I watch people and, and see how they, interact or see how they move and all that kind of stuff. So um, because even I may be older, but there's still things that I can learn. You know what I mean? So, and sometimes we kind of close off because, Oh, I'm older and you know, they don't know as much as I do. Well, BS, that's a bunch of BS. I mean, we can still learn things and I'm constantly learning things. Social media, a young person had to teach me that. Right. So, I mean, I didn't just wake up one day and now I'm this social media guru. No, I, I picked the brains of people. I uh, network with social media people. That's what I did. In order for me to get to where I am, I sat down with people and I still to this day still have, you know, conversations with people on, on, on what's not working and, and how can I, you know, how can you help me to, to build this or build that following or, or what should I be doing? Right. So when I say that, you know, I hold you at certain at this certain level it's because I've seen where you came from. That's what I mean. I mean, I see that the the ascension of Veronica Rivera. Okay, not that you were ever at the bottom because you never were, but just seeing where you where you are now. And that's I mean, like I said, I I think is I think it's great, and I think people need to take notice of that. And um, and you need to do more podcasts. Okay, so so there you go. So there you go. I can't thank you enough. I can't thank you enough for having me, you know, on your show. Um, and it's an honor to be here and talk a little bit more about myself in San Diego. Um, and I truly admire you for always, you know, pushing the boundaries and being in those uncomfortable situations, you know, like this and having those conversations about the hospitality industry. So I can't thank you enough for giving me the space uh, to share a little bit more about my story and my passion. Yes. Any, anytime you're more than welcome to come on. I appreciate you coming on, you know, sharing your, your, your experience, your story. Everyone has a story. We just need to, you know, we just need to ask the questions. And so that story can come out. 
um, because there's another, you know, there's another generation of people coming behind us uh, that need to know the story of how you got to where you are now. And that's why I do the show. I mean, it's not about me. I always tell people it's not about Russell of hotels. It's about the people that come on that share their stories uh, because, because I mean, right, I think right now we're in a, we're in this situation where, People don't understand what the hospital industry is for whatever reason. I don't know if COVID did it to, to us or whatever. I just think we're at a, at an impasse where we need to, you know, have more outreach to the industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah there's people coming behind us, but I don't think it's as many as we need, right. To, to take over. So, but anyway, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a topic for another show, but I want to thank you for joining us, Miss Veronica Rivera. I do appreciate you coming on, sharing your story. Um, I hope you had fun doing it. Uh, I got you to laugh a couple of times, and that's what I try to do. So I, I think I accomplished that. So I appreciate you coming on and, and just, you know, being you and, and sharing your story. And like I said, I, I appreciate everything that you do. Continue success on everything that you do. And um that's it. And you have the closing, you have the closing words. So take it away. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's a big ask. But uh, I will say um, it's an honor to be here again. I can't wait to work with you and your continued, uh, you know, customers. And I look forward to booking all of your meetings and events in America's brightest city. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. And thank you guys for joining on air at Russell of Hotels. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. This was show number 205. Veronica Rivera with San Diego Tourism Authority. We thank her again for just sharing her experience thank with you us. For joining Peace. On air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of great value.